It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, We welcome you aboard. It is episode number 252 of the Locked on Redskins podcast. I'm your host, Chris Russell, and it's good to have you with us right here on LOR. Let's get to it right away. Coming up on this episode of the Locked on Redskins podcast, the Redskins off to France. We'll explain. We'll hear from Hall of Fame running back, future Hall of Fame running back, Adrian Peterson, back at minicamp, and as well, versatile veteran inside linebacker Mason Foster. As well, we'll go over the Football Morning in America Pro Football Focus column uh, that I mentioned um, a bunch of times on episode number 251 that we never got to, so we'll go and pick through that. And by the way, episode 251 has part two of special teams coordinator Nate Katzor, uh, and as well, where Ryan Kerrigan ranks among NFL edge linebackers. So go check that out. It's obviously up, uh, as is 250, featuring the first part of Nate Katzer. If you want to hear from the people that have the power and the ability to shape things at Redskins Park, it ain't me, it's them. We have it for you right here, and we have it covered for you on the Locked on Redskins podcast. All right, so let's uh, get to this. I wanted to start... Uh, this episode by getting into Mason Foster. Uh, And the reason why we're doing that is because I think this is a really intriguing potential position group uh, and dilemma, or maybe the dilemma has somewhat been solved. We won't truly know, but let's look at it from this respect. The Reuben Foster injury and season-ending injury on the first play of OTAs was a disaster. There's no doubt about it. Reuben Foster was expected, if he could stay out of trouble, to play all three downs. He was the most explosive athlete this team has had at that position, and maybe, maybe, at any position that they've had in in any time that I've been here. I don't think I'm, I'm wrong in saying that. So when you lose a guy like that, even though you could not reasonably count on him based on his own self-destructive behavior in his career, when you lose a guy like that and you have no chance of getting him back and you never know if he's going to be anywhere close to the same type of athlete again um, next year, you have to scramble, right? And the Redskins were already, again, questionable at that particular position just because, just because you just don't know what you're going to get 
again, out of Foster. And then the other guys, Sean Dion Hamilton, still working his way up, still learning the NFL game, but intriguing potential. Mason Foster, we know the smart, savvy veteran who can play both positions, but slow, and you shouldn't ask him to cover really anybody, quite honestly, including slowish tight ends in the flat. That's a problem. And then, and then you had a wild card or two in Josh Harvey Clemens, who plays in dime situations and can also, again, play more at inside linebacker as he continues his development. And then you also drafted rookie Cole Holcomb in the fifth round of this past year's draft. And again, everybody talks about what kind of a great athlete he is, speed measurables, how smart he is, that he can play both positions. I don't know. I, I haven't talked to him yet, but I can tell you this. When he's walking around without a helmet on, he looks like he's 13. <laughs> uh, I, just being honest with you. That's what he looks like. So the Redskins also, when they lost Reuben Foster, I think did a smart thing and went out and signed John Bostick, which we covered, obviously, when they signed him. Bostick, a former second-round pick who clearly, again, hasn't exactly delivered on all of the potential that teams thought for him you know, at 6'1", 245, can help you on special teams, which, again, we ended the Nate Katzor press conference in episode 251, where he specifically talked about a new player to the Redskins that we wouldn't be familiar with that has really made an impact on him and special teams specifically meaning John Bostick. Bostick, out of Florida, again, has bounced around between the Bears, the Patriots, the Lions, the Colts, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and he did actually play a bunch for the Pittsburgh Steelers last year. I think he started 12, 13 games, whatever it was. Um, now, that doesn't mean he's great. That doesn't mean you should expect Pro Bowl-level play. Of course, he was out on the street for a particular reason, right? But... What the coaches are saying so far about John Bostick is that he can play both positions and he's smart. And, of course, again, as a former second-round pick, you know he's got some athleticism, right? Now, how athletic? I don't know. I don't know if he can be any slower than Mason Foster is, though, quite honestly. So, to me, the way I kind of look at it is, and maybe this is wrong of me, I don't know, maybe I'm overrating him, uh, and I probably am, but I would probably, in my mind right now, before we actually got to training camp, I would probably lean towards Sean Dion Hamilton and John Bostick starting at inside linebacker and having... To me, having Mason Foster come off the bench along with John uh, Josh Harvey Clemens uh, and and go with that, like to me, that's kind of the way I look at it. Again, maybe I'll think differently when we get through training camp in the preseason, but that's kind of where I'm heading right now. Bostic, in terms of his season last year, and again, we went over this when he signed, but just so you know, he did start every single game for the Pittsburgh Steelers 
at inside linebacker, whether it be middle linebacker in their scheme or weak side linebacker in their scheme, he scored. He started every single game with the exception of Week 14 at Oakland and Week 17 against Cincinnati. Now, that could have been package-related. I'm not sure. Uh, it doesn't really matter, ultimately. But overall, according to ProFootballFocus.com, he had 561 snaps. Again, his snap count clearly, uh, I what I would say is clearly tailed off in the last five weeks of the season. He only played 11 against the Chargers in Week 13, Week 14, 15, Week 15, 15 against the Patriots, Week 16, 18 against the Saints, and Week 17, just six. Now, look, I, I again, I don't know what was going on there. I I haven't talked to anybody in Pittsburgh. The bottom line is, is clearly he ran out of a little favor there as his production started to slip. Again, a guy that you don't want to ask to do too much. Maybe 561 snaps is too much. Ideally, if you can get 450. Maybe, ideally, if you could split the snaps between he and Mason Foster, both players would be a little bit better. How about that? And if Sean Dion Hamilton can stay healthy, which clearly he did not at Alabama, and whatever Josh Harvey Clemens and Cole Holcomb can provide, at least you have five guys there, it looks like, that can adequately do the job. Or maybe more than adequately, they would just simply be an upgrade over what the Redskins have had there and quite honestly not had there. Uh, That's kind of the way I'm approaching it. Uh, with a guy like Bostic, I, I, again, I don't know how good he'll be, uh, but the bottom line is, is overall, overall, according to Pro Football Focus, just shy of a 60 composite grade, 62.9 against the run, 88.6 in terms of tackling, so that's good. Pass rush, they can find a way to twist those inside linebackers. Pressure, I think Rob Ryan will absolutely do that. Uh, that's his motif, a 67.4. And in coverage, a 56.3. Listen, you probably don't want John Bostic trailing around Zach Ertz all the time. That's why you signed Landon Collins, right? That's why you paid Landon Collins the money. I'm not putting John Bostic continuously and you know routinely on guys like Zach Ertz. Sorry, not doing it. Not doing it. It makes no sense. Or stud tight ends. Or slot receivers. That makes no sense. That's why you have so many guys in your secondary. That's why you paid the money to Landon Collins. That's why you're not letting go of Josh Norman. That's why you've invested continuously in guys like Monte Nicholson and Quentin Dunbar and even Dominique rogers Camardi. I'm not asking John Bostic or Mason Foster to do it. That's the simple and honest bottom line. All right. So now that we got past that, let's hear from Mason Foster as we round up uh, segment one here of the Locked on Redskins podcast. I know this is a long and winding road, but I just wanted to take a couple of minutes to kind of set up the position uh, and what we are going to hear. Mason Foster meeting with reporters at Redskins Park here on episode number 252 of the Locked on Redskins podcast. I always tell guys to learn both positions. So if something happens, you can come in, you know what I mean? It helps you uh, understand the defense better. So, you know, I'm just trying to help them understand, you know, I've, I've played both in this defense and I understand how, you know, critical it is to know both just in case something happens because you never know. It's football. Guys get hurt all the time. So, you know, the more you can do, the better. So I think guys, the young guys are really focusing on learning both sides. And Rob has been making everybody know both. So yeah, I feel like guys are coming along. You know, you're going to make mistakes. But as long as you're working towards a goal and everybody's in the same, like, mindset, we'll be all right. What's the biggest difference with Rob? Uh, really just a little stuff you bring. You know what I mean? Like, he's a great coach. 
and uh, you know comes from a great football family. So I think some of the little tweaks and caveats he has that to help you be a better linebacker is, is big, man. I feel it already, you know, just little things with your eyes and the way you take on certain blocks. And I, I can't wait to get the pads on and really, you know, put some of these new tools to work. Did you lose weight over the summer? Yeah, I did. I lost about like 15 pounds. Um, I just started a new diet with my sister. Like, you know, she was losing weight working out. So now I started losing weight and I was, you know, I started working out in probably like January with my trainer. And I mean, the diet was cool, man. I actually started eating more vegetables and doing ground turkey and you know I felt good and you know I feel lighter and you know there's a little bit less strain on your hamstrings and your joints and stuff so I just stayed with it riding my bike you know out in Tampa and you know it's fun so my sister lost a lot of weight too so we're just gonna keep it going. Do you know what diet it was? It was really like I never really ate like fish like that it was usually just baked you know like grilled or baked chicken but then she put me on some fish and some you know some weird cauliflower thing she eats and it was like at first I couldn't do it but you know I love my little sister and she went to lose weight so it turned out working, you know, then I just stuck with it and, you know, you start finding a little bit more stuff you like and it worked out well. What has Sweat been able to bring? What have you been able to make of seeing him going at full speed-ish? Yeah, I mean, he's a he's a monster, man. Uh, just seeing how big he is and seeing him run guys down is going crazy. So I can't wait to see him, like, put the pads on, you know what I mean? But these guys are all working hard. Um, they're, you know, they're great kids. They just all want to be better and they, you know, just doing anything, asking questions. So I mean, I'm excited to see all these guys put the pads on. The newest report about Trent is saying that he won't come back to do the way things were handled medically. What I mean, does that concern you that he might not be back? Uh, you know, of course, he's good. He's a good friend. You know what I mean? I've been with him for five years now, but you know, it's always tough to say with stuff you hear. And you know, I try not to you know listen to what the Twitter and the media what it says on there because you never know what it is. So, I mean, uh, I you're definitely going to miss him, or you know, he, he, we'll just figure out what's going on. You know what I mean? But I try not to listen to it. And, uh, you know, once I get a word from him or something, then, you know, you'll know. But you never know, man. He's, he's a great player, and rumors fly around the league like crazy. So uh, we'll see what happens. So you haven't spoken to him lately? No, no. You know what I mean? Everybody, you know, guys got their own stuff going on, you know, in the off season. So, uh, you know, you just focus on, you know, what you can do to be better. You know, little things here and there. And, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure everybody here in the Redskins will get everything worked out. All right. So, again, that's Mason Foster, inside linebacker meeting with reporters uh, at OTAs at Redskins Park. We'll take a quick time out. Again, make sure you follow the podcast uh, and all sorts of Redskins news, nuggets, and information, links, stories, all that at Locked Redskins, at Locked Redskins. Uh, and as well, make sure you follow all of our NFL team coverage at Locked on NFL Net, at Locked on NFL Net on both Twitter and Instagram, and away we go. Back in a flash, episode number 252, we're going to hear from Adrian Peterson as well, right here on LOR. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And we're back right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Good to have you with us. It is episode number 252. I'm your host, Chris Russell. So we heard from Mason Foster. We went over the inside linebacker position. Certainly the Redskins at running back will be interesting. What to make out of Samaje P. Ryan J. Gruden loves him. Uh, I don't think it's just hype. I don't think it's just saying stuff. 
Um, Adrian Peterson uh, was, of course, brought in midway through training camp in the preseason last year, went off for 1,250 combined yards as both a runner and a receiver, over 1,000 as a runner. Darius Geis still hasn't practiced yet fully, uh, but expected to be ready to go for training camp or somewhere right around the start of training camp. Don't know what to expect out of him, but clearly a second-round pick. Then you have Chris Thompson, you have Byron Marshall. Uh, the Redskins are an interesting puzzle at running back, and you hope that they can just stay healthy because that's going to be the bread and butter of this offense, I think, regardless of who the quarterback is. We hear from Adrian Peterson. Now, this was at mandatory minicamp. We're going to play a small portion of that, and then we'll have part two coming up on episode number 253. Here's Adrian Peterson, the future Hall of Fame running back. And the, the group of guys that I'm around, you know, we was able to come, you know, overcome a lot of stuff last year as far as injuries. But the thing that impressed me the most was how guys continue to fight. So uh, I knew just guys coming back healthy with uh, some of the additional players we'd be bringing in during the draft, we would have a good chance. There's no Trent Williams today. What does that mean for this team and what do you make of it? I know he's your buddy. <clears throat> you know, um, I don't know, you know, but uh, what I do know is when he come in, he'll be ready to roll. He's a professional, the best left tackle in the game. And, uh, and so whenever he's in the building, I'm sure he'll be welcome with open arms. How much will it help you coming in here, not having been here last season during training camp in the summer? How much more will that help you coming into the season? It's going to help me a lot, you know, because at the end of the day, there's nothing you can do to, you know, duplicate playing football. So coming out and knocking some of that rust off early, um, getting a better understanding of the offense and the new things that we're going to put in, is going to be huge for me. You also know Darius would be, he's coming back healthy. Do you have a feeling how that, it might work out for you guys and the kind of workload you might get this kind of this year or is it too way too early for that? Yeah, it's way too early for that. But uh and I'm hoping that he comes back. I'm excited to see, you know, what he's gonna be able to do once he he's cleared and able to participate. But uh it's too early to talk about that. Looking forward to welcoming him down the Houston. Did he wind up getting down there yet with where he is in his rehab? I know Chris was down there too, so what is it like having him around? Yeah, Chris uh, came down and he put, he put in a lot of work, man. You know, that's one thing I love about Chris. Um, guys, he's been here, you know, so they kind of wanted to keep him around. But I was talking to him earlier today, and he's going to try to get down once they um, end camp next week. I mean, OTA is next week, and he's going to try to get down for a couple days or a couple weeks. Say again? Which teammates came down and worked out with you in Houston this summer? Uh, we had Sims. He came down. Um, Jordan came down and uh, CT. All those guys came down and worked out. What, what do you make kept, of Dwayne Haskins? Have you talked about that yet? Uh, yeah, I, I like him. You know, he's, uh, you can tell he's young. Uh, he has a strong arm. He's very competitive. And um, he's back there just listening and, and, and learning as much as he can. So, um, you know, I feel like once he kind of get more of the system down and the terminology, because it's always hard for a player in general, but especially at the quarterback position. So once he becomes more comfortable, he'll be able to play a lot faster than he than he's playing now. Adrian, the league is kind of putting a little bit more of an emphasis on um, coming up with things like mental health, wellness, and alternative pain medicine stuff and all that. Is that how necessary is that? What do you think of that? Yeah, I think it's necessary. You know, you think about a lot of the mental issues that a lot of players, you know, deal with anxiety. Uh, but, you know, I don't really, I haven't really been following it that much, but 
you know, obviously over the years, you know, there's been a lot of things that has transpired that's leading these, just leading the NFL into, you know, opening that, that door for different substances that can, can help players that's dealing with these issues. So I'm all for it. All right, so that is Redskins running back Adrian Peterson, part one. Part two, again, will be on episode number 253. We'll take a quick timeout right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Save a little bit of time for the Pro Football Focus Football Morning in America column coming up again on episode number 253. We've got to get into what Jay Gruden had to say about uh, Dwayne Haskins' chances uh, and as well... um, We'll get into part two of Adrian Peterson meeting with reporters at Mandatory Minicamp. That's on 253. This is episode 252. Again, make sure you follow at Locked Redskins when you get in your car. Tell your smart speaker device to play podcast Locked on Redskins. And don't forget to download and listen to the Locked on Redskins podcast or any Locked on podcast on the Himalaya podcasting app, Megaphone, Player FM, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, anywhere you get your podcast, download it, listen, share, tweet about it, whatever you got to do, just listen. Uh, And also, don't forget, hashtag Skins Stories. That's Skins Stories, S-K-I-N-S, Skins Stories, S-T-O-R-I-E-S, if you want to tell us and get on the podcast, we'll read your note, whatever, uh, how you became a Redskins fan and why you stay with the Washington Redskins, why it's in your blood, hashtag Skins Stories. Or you can email me, russellmania09 at gmail.com. All right, so back in a flash with a quick wrap-up of the Pro Football Focus Football Morning in America column right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Hey guys, it's Joe Marino. Being around sports media and a fan of the Buffalo Bills for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line, or could a coin flip have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former SportsCenter anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, and new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts, and you can listen to alternate routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. All right, we finish up episode number 252 of the Locked on Redskins podcast. We do it this way with a couple of things, just a couple of quick moments here. So the Redskins, specifically Bruce Allen, Doug Williams, and a couple of other executives, including the voice of the Redskins, Larry Michael, who is much more than just a radio play-by-play guy. For those of you that don't know, he's like the senior vice president of all media, uh, and he is very much in the inner harem or inner circle of Dan Snyder. He always has been. He always will be. He's protected at all costs, uh, and he certainly lives the high life because of that. Uh, Dan has taken good care of him, and of course Larry has taken good care uh, of Dan Snyder. So they hopped on Redskins 1, Dan Snyder's private jet, the other day, Sunday, I believe it was, and they flew 
to France, not to watch the Women's World Cup. Maybe they might have a small little interest in that. But you can see this on pictures that, again, we linked up on at Locked Redskins, Doug Williams' Instagram. They're all, they flew to France to join Dan Snyder on his private ship, Lady S. And they're not hiding it. Uh, They're kind of flaunting this nice vacation now that they can all take. And I guess it pays to be inside this inner circle because I don't see Jay Gruden. I don't see any coaches. Uh, I didn't see Eric Schaefer. I could be missing him. Uh, But Bruce Allen, Doug Williams, Doug Williams' wife, Larry Michael, others, executives, high-end executives are there. Listen, from what I understand, Dan Snyder, is going to, uh, Doug Williams is going to make his presentation to Dan Snyder that he's already made to Bruce Allen in terms of how he envisions the front office looking and the scouting staff and everything under his leadership uh, and under his direction. Uh, I'm told to expect something kind of outlandish and maybe Doug Williams is trying to you know, capitalize and feel him, you know, feel good about himself after another good draft and seemingly production, uh, Adrian Peterson, so on. We'll have to see how that all shakes out. But stay tuned for that. Um, you know, I'm sure Dan Snyder probably doesn't appreciate Doug uh, tweeting about it or Instagramming about it, I should say. But it's 2019, so you can see uh, a couple of pictures of Doug Williams and his wife. You can see a little video uh, of Bruce Allen on Redskins 1. You can see part, a close-up shot of Lady S, which, of course, is Dan Snyder's private yacht. And, gosh, it looks amazing. Lifestyles of the rich and famous and then some. All right, we finish up right here with the Football Morning in America column, Pro Football Focus. Uh, so... They talk about changing the game. Chris Collinsworth wrote part of this column uh, and how he kind of evolved as a broadcaster. And then a guy, Sam Munson, who's been a part of Pro Football Focus's team. He's like their senior analyst. He's uh, been a part of their team for as long as I've known him. Uh, They do a list of the best 50 players in football entering the season, right? Uh, Which we still haven't gotten to. We have to get to that for this upcoming season, but he does a projection for next season, next season, and perhaps not surprisingly, there's no Redskins on it. The five players, Levi Wallace, cornerback of the Buffalo Bills, Vita Vea, uh, the defensive lineman of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who I thought the Redskins were going to take instead of Deron Payne, but he was snapped up a pick before that, Mackenzie Alexander, a corner uh, from the Minnesota Vikings, O.J. Howard, a tight end uh, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and John Halapia, a center for the New York Giants, are all on there. Uh, And then they go through a bunch of data on some of the top picks coming out in the 2020 draft. And one name, you know, a, a couple of names that jump out to me, you know, at this point, you have to pretty much rule out any possibility of Tua Tagovailoa, right? But Jerry Judy, a wide receiver out of Alabama, he is being compared to Julio Jones and or Amari Cooper, could be a top five pick, and won the Bolitnikoff Award. 
Now, they point out he only broke 17 tackles on 68 catches and dropped only four passes, converted seven of 11 contested opportunities, and scored 14 touchdowns as a true sophomore. So if the Redskins are in the position that everybody thinks they are at wide receiver, that guy, again, who knows if they'll be in the top five, that guy could certainly be a name you hear a lot of, a lot of, uh, from a Redskins perspective, hoping that they might be able to get him, especially considering how talented he is and, of course, the Alabama connection. All right, so we'll have more on that particular column uh, and the analytics and how they're changing the game uh, on the next episode. I just wanted to bring a couple of things. We posted the entire article uh, at Locked Redskins, so you can go check it out. Just trying to spread out our content here as much as possible. So coming up on 253, we will hear more from Adrian Peterson. Uh, and as well, we got to get to Jay Gruden. We got to get to that top 50 list. We got a lot to do and a lot to get to, which we will. All right, that's going to do it for us right here on episode number 252. Again, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for sharing the Locked on Redskins podcast. Adios. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.